These podcasts come from our live trainings streamed on YouTube and in our private Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash more salon clients. Come and join the conversation there. And without further delay, here we go. Today, we are talking about getting fully booked. And I'll tell you what, I don't know one stylist or one esthetician that I've talked to whose goal is not to be fully booked. Like that is what all of us are showing up, are posting for, are working towards. Like that's so many of our goals and our dreams lie in our ability to get fully booked. So today I really want to empower you with the tools. First of all, what are some mistakes that you can avoid? And then with that, how can you flip that and make that a strength? How can you make that a positive in your business? And what areas of your business do you kind of need to stay laser focused on in order to successfully get fully booked and set yourself up to be happy? Listen, you guys, we don't want to be fully booked with clients we hate, working a schedule we don't like, doing services that burn us out. Like that is, I think we can all agree that is not what we're trying to do. We are trying to get fully booked the right way intentionally so that we can actually have steady income month after month. We can have a work-life balance because we're not like treading water every month. So that is really what I hope that today's video brings to you. So if you're here live and you can say hi, go ahead and say hi and just let me know you can hear me okay, you can see me okay. Um, if you're watching the replay, go ahead and drop a comment and just let me know how long have you been in the industry? Like, let's just start a combo. Let's get talking. So before we dive into this, I just wanted to say that over in my VIP group, Hi, Maddie. I'm so happy that you're here. So over in my VIP group, we've been talking about this topic and so many people in there brought up great points. So they were explaining, you know, their timing stresses them out when they think about getting fully booked. Um, they know they're going to have to let go of some of their favorite clients. That can be sad, right? We know our beginning clients aren't going to be our forever clients, but we get attached to them. That's a real thing. Um, and then the other big piece is just getting the clients. So, so many of you out there, we talked about this in my last video. So many of you guys, you have the skills. You actually have everything on lock. You really just need more clients in, in, in with you. Like you just need the clients. If you could find them, you would be set. And so really a lot of what we're going to be saying is going to go into that. I want to pull my flower over here because it's so pretty. You can sort of see it. Okay, there we go. <laughs> my uh, hubby got me this and, you know, I thought it would be nice to put in here, show off, show off how sweet he is to me. All right, you guys, so let's go ahead and get into it. So what I'm going to do is there are four mistakes we're going to talk about today and Within each one, I'm actually going to tell you what to be paying attention to, what to be looking out for. So if you want to take a second, grab a piece of paper or save this video and so that you can watch it again later, go ahead and do that. All right. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is 
that starting point of not having enough clients, right? So usually this is the hang up with getting fully booked. We feel like we could do it if we only had more clients. But I want you to think about this, okay? Every December during the holidays, what happens? We're all fully booked. Everybody, every stylist, almost every stylist is really pretty jam packed in December for the holidays. And yet we have that opportunity. We have all of those clients who come in, but we don't retain them and keep that consistency moving through the rest of the month. So I want you to think about it this way. Getting clients is really important, but we're really looking for the right clients for the right services. And if our if the rest of our business isn't on lock, they are just going to fall through the cracks, right? We're not going to know how to ask them to come back, how to confidently charge them maybe, how to ask them to send their friends and family, like so many other factors are at play. But when it comes to getting clients, if you didn't yet watch last week's video, but just a couple of points that we talked about is, number one, I really want us to think about shifting our mind from getting clients to finding clients, okay? So we're going to start switching this mindset. And if you think about it, um, getting clients, I want to get clients is more passive, right? That's us kind of leaning back. Where are my clients? <laughs> when are they showing up? Okay, so that's more passive. I want us to be thinking about where am I finding my clients? I want us to to step into the active role that we have in our business with growing our business. And a lot of times that can be on social media. Um, it can be Instagram. If you don't like using Instagram, you can use Facebook. You can use Facebook groups. You can, I mean, there are so many different opportunities out there, but you kind of need to pick one and really commit to it and become the best. Um, I've been talking about this on our Instagram lately, but you guys, education has exploded. Everybody has, you know, live videos and clubhouses like 24-7 and all this stuff. And I think oftentimes we're a little bit stuck in learning mode. We're very passive, right? We'll absorb the information. But what happens when we're putting it out? What happens when we actually have to implement everything or be that active participant in our business. Like sometimes that's the part we forget to do. So please make sure that your action is matching. So once you get really clear on who your dream client is, then you're going to be able to actively find her and even better, create content in order to attract her. So this isn't going to be content that stylists want to watch. This isn't going to be content that um, men's haircut clients are going to want to watch. This is going to be your dream clients, dream things that she wants to learn about. So that's really where we want to go. Okay, so that's all about kind of getting new clients. Again, watch last week's video to learn more about that. So then this second issue is a big one. And it's something that I work with my clients on all the time. And that is with charging your worth. So the reason why I'm talking about this when it comes to getting fully booked is what happens when we aren't good about charging our worth is that we're going to get fully booked and we're going to lock in a salary essentially 
and have no movement there, right? I mean, it's going to be steady. That's nice. It's going to be steady and predictable because we'll have all the clients. But because we're kind of charging the same thing and seeing the same clients, we're really capping our income. And we're really capping what we can make. And then even worse, if we're inhibited about charging for the add-on services, if we're inhibited about saying, hey, my prices went up, this is what's going on, then we can even start to move backwards because then it's like, oh, you can have that for 10% off today. You know, like we can slide into some really funny behaviors around money. So as you're getting fully booked, this is so important that you have a laser focus on your clients and how you talk to them about money, about what their service is going to be, about um, all the great, amazing upgrades that you're doing on them with glosses and conditioning treatments. And when you do have a price increase, I mean, the whole point of getting fully booked is, yes, a consistent stream of income, but it's also so you can raise your prices so you can actually make more with less clients. Like that is what we're working towards in a career. And knowing how to charge our worth is going to be a huge piece of this. And the time to tackle this is now because it's only going to be harder when you're fully booked. Okay. It's only going to get harder. So the time to do that and do it right is now. And if you guys want an out, okay, if you guys want an out, you can now blame Ren, your business coach, okay? You can say, look, I have, you know, blame your boss, blame your manager, blame your business coach. Say, listen, I'm in this new program or I have this, you know, new business person I'm working with and she's making me do this. You know, you can blame me, blame Ren. Let them be mad at me or take the pressure off of yourself. But you have to have those conversations and you have to really master that so that as you're getting fully booked, you're getting fully booked the right way. Because we don't want to be fully booked with these discount people. You know, if people don't like their new pricing, that's okay. That's okay. They're going to be happier with someone else. You're going to be happier getting a client that is the right client to grow with. So it's a win-win for everybody. All right. So focusing on charging your worth, having those money conversations is a huge part of getting fully booked. Okay, so this next one is another biggie. And this is managing your schedule and your timing. Woo! So many of us can struggle with our timing. And when you're fully booked, I mean, you guys know this, there's like no wiggle room. <laughs> like, you're booked. If you're running late or if you have to move a client, that's then money off of your day because of your, you know, because of you. And so many times when I meet stylists that are struggling to get fully booked or they're struggling with their time management, like nine times out of 10, you guys, 90% of the time, it isn't because they're actually slow at what they're doing. So I'm going to repeat that one more time. So nine times out of 10, when people are having time management problems, it's not because they're slow at what they do. It's because they are not booking out the appropriate time on their schedule. How many times have you guys had a client that you see all the time? Let's call her Mary. 
And Mary always gets a root retouch, but every other time or even every time she gets a conditioning treatment, she gets the flat iron finishing. So it's like so sleek when she goes home. Maybe she even gets um, a shine gloss and all of the stuff you know she gets, but you continue to only book her for her root touch up and then her hair cut blow dry. So I'm so when I was behind the chair, that's the kind of stuff I would do all the time. It's like you're doing it. You're like, yeah, I'll remember. But and now that the world's opening back up, I know some stylists are going to stay single booking and some stylists are going to go back to double booking. But we have to be sure that we're really managing our schedule the right way because we will lose money if we don't. And we have the potential to really turn our clients off. Um, if we're not doing this right too, like <laughs> that is not what we're trying to do. So listen to me when you're booking your clients and maybe you guys have online booking, set your online booking to where you have to approve it. Okay. So that you can really fine tune. What is this person talking about? You know, there's a difference between a full foil and a balayage. A lot of times foiling takes a little bit longer. So we need to get super specific as we're booking out these appointments because that is where so much of our timing goes wrong. And it's again, it's not because of our skill level. Most people who are about to, you know, who are close to getting fully booked, they've been in the industry five years, 10 years, 15 years. I mean, these are ex you guys are experienced. You know what you're doing. So it's really about being intentional with how you're booking. And yes, along with that goes back to our point that we talked about just a minute ago with charging. So you need to keep all of this in your sight. Um, so make sure you're managing your schedule. And then the second part of talking about your schedule as you're getting fully booked is one of the mistakes that I see a lot is stylists will just book out, book out, book out, book out, and think that's awesome, but they forget to take any time off for themselves. So often we think we need to know what we're going to be doing in order to take the time off, right? Or we feel guilty asking for time off or anything like that. But as you're getting fully booked, I really want you to get into a practice and I'll share what works for me and you guys can come up with your own method. But Every quarter, so every three months, I take like a long weekend. So I think it ends up being like four or five days. And I just block that off automatically for the year. So there's like four or five days, four times a year. And then I try to block off, you know, a week, um, like two other like week breaks. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to do during those. Maybe some of them, I'm just going to be home. <laughs> but it's booked off so that as my schedule is filling up, as I'm working, it's already there for me to work around. So as you're getting fully booked, you're rebooking clients, you're putting them out, you are going to be able to still keep your time sacred. Because again, what we don't want to do is get fully booked with a business that then makes our life less fulfilled and makes our time less meaningful, like our off time. Um, we don't wanna be in a place where we feel like we're burnt out and resenting, finally reaching what we've wanted our whole career. That is not what we're trying to do. So making sure you schedule your time off first, like just 
go ahead and block it off. You can figure out what you're going to do during that later. It's going to be huge. All right. So now we are at number four. And the fourth mistake that stylists make when getting fully booked is that they stop their marketing efforts. So, so many times once we get fully booked, we're like, I made it. I'm busy now. I don't have time for that. That's fine. That's just for people who are building or whatever we say, right? Now we're too good for that. Like we're good. No, listen. So once you get fully booked, you really need to continue to make your marketing a priority. And I get it. You were probably doing, let's say your social media, maybe your emails to your clients. You were probably doing a lot of that you know, when you had those gaps in your schedule. So yes, now you're just going to have to be a little more intentional, right? So one hour a week before you go in or something like that, end of your day, figuring out how that plays in. But having visibility and continuing to have a strong reputation, yes, it helps you get clients, but you guys, it helps you raise your prices, okay? Like, it is so fundamental in helping you raise your prices. It's not even funny. So imagine this, okay? You have your loyal clientele, you're super booked, and two, one of two things can happen, okay? In world A, your clients are on Instagram because who isn't on Instagram? And they follow you, but you know, you don't really post anything anymore. You're, you're busy, they've been with you forever. They're happy with their hair, but on Instagram, they see another stylist who's local who is just really on Instagram, right? Like sharing great tips, sharing amazing before and afters, um, being just super helpful, super visible. So she might get the grass is greener on the other side type of feelings, okay? And we don't want that to happen. So we don't want our clients to get that grass is greener feeling. We want them to be in world B, where <laughs> they've been your client forever, they love you so much, and they follow your posts and they love them. They come in asking you for upgrades, asking you for retail, asking you to um, if they can send their friends to you. Like they're now using your social media in order to up level their ticket and become even more loyal to you. And what happens when you're doing this is that first of all, you're always in your, your client's sight, right? Like it's not out of sight, out of mind. It's not, you know, let me think about the grass is greener on the other side. They just, they kind of stay connected to you in between their visits. And they're going to understand when you say, hey, I'm raising my prices. Um, I've been, you know, I'm working really hard. I've been really working towards this. I'm super excited about it. Um, now it's going to be an additional $45 to your, to your, you know, regular visit. They're actually going to be excited for you because they're seeing your value. Like not only when they're sitting in your chair, they're seeing your value everywhere else. So on your social media, um, they're sharing it with their friends. And it's just important because it keeps your bond close. So when you get fully booked, don't stop. <laughs> don't just stop. Don't think that's not for you anymore. That's only for building. It is such an important thing. And as you think about 
the future longevity of your career, having good visibility, having a good reputation can only help you with wherever you picture yourself going, whether that's expanding and bringing on a team of stylists, whether it's, you know, whatever. There could be a million things that you do. So please just keep going forward with the momentum. So those are my four top mistakes that stylists make when getting fully booked. And I do have a bonus thing that is really on my heart today that I want to talk about. And it's maybe a little controversial. Like, I don't know what you guys are going to think about this, but I just have to get this off my chest. And it is really relevant to getting fully booked. And that is cancellations. Okay. And cancellations are a dirty word. I don't know how many people I see on Instagram announcing their cancellation policy whenever I'm scrolling through. Um, so I really want to talk about this because the thing about getting fully booked and having your schedule all planned out in advance is that there will be cancellations. And instead of getting mad that that is real, like we don't need to live in denial. Okay. <laughs> like we don't need to think, well, that's just wrong or something like people have lives, you guys, we want our clients to have juicy lives. And, you know, they're just human beings. So instead of being like, that's just wrong, you're a cruel person. It's like, it's not their fault that we haven't set our business up to manage a very common thing that happens, which is cancellations. So what I want you to start thinking about is implementing a wait list. Okay. So what this looks like, it could be the notes on your phone, it could be an easy Google Doc, it could be an easy form on your website or in a link in bio or something like that. But I really want you to implement a wait list. And what this is going to be is let's say you even have a client who books out for six weeks, but she says, if you can get me in the, the week before, two weeks before, let me know. So then you would book her out, but you would also add her onto your wait list. So what happens? Carol cancels, okay? Instead of saying, oh, screw Carol. She's so mean. She doesn't think about anyone but herself. <laughs> Whatever we say, right? We're going to go, okay, awesome, Carol. I can't get you in for four weeks, but let's get that set up. Then you're going to go to your wait list and you're going to fill the spot. Okay, this is what we need to get in the practice of doing. We cannot be in denial of normal things that happen in our business. We just need to have a safeguard to protect that. And as you get fully booked, if you have no space for new clients, it's obviously going to be important to have a wait list of new clients that then you could put it up. Or when people cancel, you can fill that spot so that you're not, you know, basing your livelihood on people's unpredictable lives, okay? And you're not putting yourself even in a position where you're getting so mad at people, you know, having lives. Like, we don't need to be mad at them. We just need to have strong strategies and business practices so we're protected and so that we're set up for success. Because it does suck when a lot of things fall through, when you have a full schedule, it can be scary. You have bills to pay, you have things to do. So let's think strategically. Let's implement a wait list. It doesn't have to be complicated. There doesn't have to be 80 steps to it. It can be super simple. 
And when you get that cancellation, you call the client on the wait list or you call someone from next week, you see if they want to come in and you still keep your income and momentum going. Okay. So thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today. I really hope that these tips are helpful for you. I am so passionate about helping you guys have successful careers. And I mean, my clients just blow me away with what they're able to do and all the progress that they are able to make just by focusing on this, just by looking in these areas. It can make such a big difference in what you're able to do. So take some time, maybe watch this a second time, listen to it again, take a couple notes and see how you're going to start putting these things into place because knowing how to get new clients, knowing how to manage your schedule, charge what you're worth, and let me see, keep your marketing going even when you're busy. It's all going to help you build a business that you feel really proud of. Like you look in the mirror at night and you're just like, you're doing it. <laughs> so let's do that. Uh, thank you so much, Maddie, for coming. I appreciate you. Thank you guys so much. I will be back here on next Thursday and I will see you then. Bye.